Look at that beautiful door in the back. <laughs> so if you are watching us on YouTube, uh, you'll see that the doors behind us have been adjusted. So the last five episodes, what was it? Five, like? <laughs> 10. I don't know. What was it looking like? Many, any Florida episode where yeah. we've shot at this table. What did it look like? It looked like there was a strip going across the center of one of our back doors that just refuse to flip every time we want to put the blinds down. It really seemed to bother my one brother, or so I thought, because he had mentioned it on several occasions. Then my other brother brought it up and I'm like, they're exactly alike. That's why they are brothers. They are. They are exactly alike. So we really fixed it more for them. But if you're watching us on YouTube, you're noticing it as well. And speaking of YouTube, uh, if you are watching us here, we so appreciate it if you subscribe to the channel. We know sometimes people just hop on, check out an episode and forget to subscribe. It's fine. But if you're listening and watching, uh, hit that subscribe button. It actually helps us quite a bit with the algorithm and gets more people to know what we're doing and who we are. Subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. That's what the kids say. Is that what they say? On YouTube. Yeah. I hate being told what to do. So I usually don't do it when they tell me to. Mm hmm. But don't do that. We're going to ask you guys to do it in this case. <laughs> At any rate, we got a lot to get to today because somebody found a magical little town in Connecticut. We are doing Guilford. Here we go. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hey, listeners. Ever wonder what it would be like to blow up your comfort zone at the tender age of 50? Well, we did just that. When our last kid went off to college, we hit the road in search of a new hometown. Now we bounce from city to city and bring you along for the ride. This is the Skip Town All-Stars podcast. Welcome back, All-Stars, to another great edition of Skip Town All-Stars. This one is going to be a solid one because Denise seems to think she has found her stars hollow on the coast of Connecticut. How did you find this town? So honestly, it was random. It was just a fluke. When we decided to do an East Coast run, in my head, I had just thought, we're going to see some cute cities, cute little towns, but mm -hmm. there is no way we're going to move to the East Coast. One, because I know that it can get very pricey in that area. And as you know, you all know, we have a budget. And two, it's cold. So both of those factors just kind of checked us out of the East Coast. But I thought, well, we're there. So let's check it out. Let's explore. And who knows? Let's see what we find. Never anticipating this. So what happened one day is we were in New Haven, Connecticut, and I called my girlfriend who lives in Florida. And she's a top stylist, Dana. And, uh, top stylist. I she like is. It. She's one of the best stylists in South Florida. And um, I asked her if she knew anyone in New York or where we were that could give me a haircut. And that's going to be an episode on its own, how to maintain your daily, monthly beauty regimen. Because for all you ladies, you would not even think about giving up your hairstylist uh, for two months, no less a year and a half. So we're going to dive deep into that on another episode as to how we both maintain just our normal everyday living. <laughs> all this. 
<laughs> that takes five minutes. Oh my god! This takes a little bit longer. <laughs> a barber but, and five hundred razor blades a month. <laughs> okay, mine would take a little longer. An esthetician, a colorist, uh, a stylist, because everyone knows just because they're a colorist doesn't mean they can cut hair. I mean, the list goes on. A pedicurist, anyway, whatever. Okay, so I called Dana. Dana said, oh, one of my really good friends, best friends, and I hate to hear the word best friend with Dana because I always thought I was her best friend. So I got a little like, uh, she just said best friend. Who is this woman? But I know who Stephanie is. I've heard her name many times from Dana. She said, Stephanie lives in Connecticut. And I said, where does she live? And she said, she lives in an area called Guilford. It's right near you. At that point, I think it was. I was we were staying in Hartford. So it was like an hour, hour and 20, something yeah. like that. I originally, I, I just started this story though, saying I was in New Haven, which I wasn't. You corrected me. I was in Hartford. You were. And when I looked up on the map, Guilford, I was like, that is not close. That's an hour from me. And she said, just call her. What, what else are you doing? I'm doing nothing. Yeah. I, I'm not recording a podcast. I'm not exploring new cities. I'm doing nothing. So yeah, let me give Stephanie a call and drive an hour to get my hair done. But yeah, okay. I ended up calling Stephanie mm-hmm. and spoke to her on the phone, getting all the details, where she lives, how long it's going to take, what day she has available uh, to cut my hair. And uh, as I'm hanging up the phone or about to hang up, she says to me, you're going to love Guilford so much, you're not going to want to leave. Ooh. Yeah. And I said to Stephanie, what do you mean by that? And she said, oh, everyone calls it Stars Hollow. And that is when the conversation shifted. Okay. First of all, I never got my hair done. Okay. So- Let's just start with that because I could have cared less about Stephanie cutting my hair. I wanted her to show me this place that she said people call Stars Hollow. And I think to be clear to everybody who does not watch the Gilmore Girls, present company included, I had no idea what Stars Hollow was. I just get these references from you in the car as we're traveling around the country that that's what you're looking for. So- because you watched the Gilmore Girls and because you wanted your own Stars Hollow all this time, when she said that, it was kind of kismet for you. You're right. I've been on the hunt for that. My girls were big Gilmore Girls fans, and uh, I kind of got sucked in along the way. But if you've ever seen an episode, it's based on the most charming town located in Connecticut, which really is shot on the back lot of Warner Brothers. Babe, you're breaking the fourth wall. You're telling the people at home that these things aren't really shot in Stars Hollow. I know. I was really upset. I had to look it up. And when I saw it, I, um, I a little tear came down. You of all people living in LA should know it's hey, all smoke and mirrors. Do you know how long it took me to find out that Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve is recorded in August? I remember. It was 2008. I was devastated for, were- for days. I still talk about it. So really, it's been years. A lot of your favorite pop artists and rock bands will not show up to do Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve on New Year's Eve, but they will record it a couple weeks in advance. This is August. I think it was, we found out August or September. So yeah, i really upset about that. So when I found out that Gilmore Girls was shot on the back lot of Warner Brothers, I had to do some real digging. Like, how did the creator of the show come up with this adorable town that's supposedly in Connecticut. But but I, I'm jumping ahead. Back to Stephanie. Back to Stephanie. So Stephanie owns a salon 
in uh, Guilford called Echo. And instead of cutting my hair the day that we had planned, she invited me just to come to Guilford, talk to her and walk around the town. So it ended up being a meeting and kind of like, let me see if I like this town that she says I'm never going to want to leave. It actually turned into an Ask a Local. Our Ask a Local is an episode that we do only for YouTube where we highlight a local. And when I drove into Guilford, I knew immediately this was the place for me. Oh, really? Right away? Right away. And I couldn't wait to meet Stephanie because she loved Guilford. She's lived in Guilford since she was 11. She was the perfect person to meet with and spend the day with because what ended up being like, let's just get together, turned into a half day. No, truthfully, a full day. Yeah, we, you were there. You were gone all day. Yeah, and like we had my entire. I was working in Hartford and you were gone the entire day. I was really bossy with Stephanie's time. So when I first got there, she's like, let's just, you know, we'll get together for a couple hours. And then I immediately asked her, could I spend another day with you? And she was gracious enough to put some time aside. And the second day, that's when we dove in to Guilford. Uh, so Guilford's on the coast of Connecticut. It is across from Long Island, New York. The Long Island Sound, the water is what separates yep. Guilford from Long Island. 22,000 people, something like that. I looked it up. You did. I, I, did. I knew that the amount... I. It's bigger than it looks, I'll tell you. I, so incidentally, I visited a few days later with you. and Yeah, uh, because when I It when does I not left, look like 22,000 people live there. That is true, but there is a north and a south part of it, and that's where the 22,000 come into play. Because if you're just in the south part, which is near the water, you're thinking, well, this is a cute seaside little village. But then when you hit the north part right. of the town, uh, you realize, okay, there's a lot more to Guilford than just the water. Yeah, I was so excited after my very first visit, which was only a couple hours. I, I could not contain myself. I called you from the car. And what did. did I say? Yeah. On the way home, you were like, this is it. I think we found it. I think we found our place. And I was like, oh, really? Because, it, and for me at the time, it was a little Surprising, I guess, because we had not been having such a great time in Connecticut at that point. Between, in Hartford. Between moving our daughter in and uh, also just what the city of Hartford did not have to offer. It was it was just, I'll never forget when I, when I drove into their downtown area, which uh, surrounds a green, what do you call those? It's in the middle of a town. Is it like just it's the, the green. green? It's yeah, just it's the green. The, it's actually the Guilford green. Okay. They yeah. call it just the green. Okay. Yeah. So- uh, it's out of, it's literally out of Gilmore Girls. Now, I found out that the creator of Gilmore Girls actually created the idyllic Connecticut town from three different cities in Connecticut, one of them being Washington, Connecticut, which is really like quite far north from the coast. The second one is, uh, she actually, uh, created it from West Hartford, believe it or not. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Cause in, in the show, um, Laura Gilmore, her parents live in uh, Hartford. And so it's based on the area of West Hartford. And the third city that the creator based the show on is New Milford, which is also inland. None of these cities are at all close to Guilford whatsoever. They're all about an hour away. So it's surprising that Guilford is re so resemblant, resemblant, is that a word, or resembles uh, Stars Hollow. It's just... the. 
So wait, I'm confused. Was Guilford supposed to be Stars Hollow? Well, no. Stars Hollow is the is the is the fictional place, it right? It is. It is. And the creator of the show picked three cities to come up with this idyllic place. And Guilford was not one of them. <laughs> no. So but, why are we talking about the Guilford girls? It's first of all Gilmore girls. Okay, <laughs> get it straight. A Gilmore. Because, I'm sorry. Why? Why did this spin off into a Gilmore girls like uh, fan fan cast? Because everyone that goes there says that this town is so reminiscent of Stars Hollow, and the creator was never even in Guilford. That is what is insane. That oh. she created this idyllic environment, and uh, Guilford is reflective of that. And the woman had never been there. But okay. Okay, so the Moving people on. from Guilford say that it's like Stars Hollow. Yes, and Stephanie said but the. Creator of the show did not use yes. Guilford as a template for Stars Hollow. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I just, uh, okay, so this speaks to town pride. Right? Oh, 100%. Okay. That's and, great. And that's great. But I'm just saying it's a little bit BS, right? No, this town does really look like Stars Hollow. It there's does, no BS sure. to it I at mean, all. No, there's no BS to it at all. And Stephanie, as a business owner, says she hears all the time how. People that are visiting, because people do come and visit a lot from New York and New Jersey uh, during the summer. It is idyllic, and those visitors idyllic. What did I say? Idyllic. You're making ideal and idyllic are two different. They're merging. You're you're doing a mashup. Right I like now. idyllic. We're okay. leaving it. Well, you already said it twice now, so yeah, okay. we are. I'm not going back and yeah. cutting the other one out. Okay, idyllic. Uh, and uh, as a business owner, she says she hears all the time when people come into the salon, like, "Oh, this looks like something out of Gilmore Girls." So whatever. But so the people that come and visit also say it looks like Stars Hollow. Yeah, I've been saying. That. I've said Stars Hollow more times in the last 12 minutes than I've ever like. I've never even seen a full episode. You have because you've Girls. walked through the living room when they they grow. I've up never seen a. It. I've never sat and watched okay, a you're full going to. episode. Uh, we'll do it today. I will not. Yeah, we will. I will not. Okay, I haven't watched see. the Titanic, and I'm not going to watch the Gilmore Girls. Uh, we'll see. Uh, well, look, we're talking about it so much because it has been, like you said early on, the ideal. The ideal as it hits. The idyllic? Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. As it hits all the check marks of kind of what we're looking for and we've yet to find it. So being a year and three months out on the road to finally come across a town where you feel like you're close to that image you had in your head is pretty, it's pretty amazing. Okay. So I was basically super excited. I Okay. Wait though. So explain again, for those people who haven't seen stars hollow yeah. or know what, it, like, yeah. what does it mean? Does it mean white picket fences? Does it mean old ladies wiping little kids' noses in the park? Like, what does it mean? Uh, it means a downtown area with, like, all I can say, and I'm not a church-going person, but it's that church in the middle of the square with the chapel and the bell and the clock, and you have all the restaurants and little shops around it. You have people riding bikes, walking, cute convertible cars, and everyone having their top down. So um, nobody passed out from heroin on the stoop or anything like that. No. That's the picture I'm getting. Yeah, that's okay. the picture. Yeah. So it's clean, probably mostly white, <laughs> right? Uh, there's some Ukrainians there. <laughs> they are also white. <laughs> it's fine. That's a throwback to a video I did on YouTube Shorts oh my gosh, of Guilford. This video. Okay, so yeah, let's depart for a second and talk about this. Our most popular YouTube short. Uh-huh 
has to do with the controversy. I guess there's a controversy. I don't know. It feels a little Russian bot to me, uh, this manufactured controversy, but it all has to do with the Ukrainian flag. Tell the people. I was driving around Guilford and out of a movie, I'm not kidding, go to YouTube shorts, you'll see it. I was driving and I came upon a honor system little farmer's market. It was two tables maybe, and it had fresh flowers in a vase. It had uh, cherry tomatoes. It had like, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think what else it had. Like squash, watermelon. Yes, it had strawberries. And it was an honor system. There was a basket there and it, it, it had a list of what each item cost and you just put your money in the basket. It was right in front of someone's house, cute as can be. I took a video of it because I was just blown away by what I saw just driving, just driving in Guilford on a side street. I guess there there was a tiny little Ukrainian flag sitting out front of this home. And it wasn't until I posted this video that we got so much hate on the cutest little honor system farmer's market side table flower stand. So much hate. Just because somebody was expressing a little bit of support by hanging their little flag. Maybe they were even Ukrainian. They could have been a Ukrainian household, right? Oh, I a think- A Ukrainian-American. For sure. Like it could have been. I mean, I, my thought was, I didn't, again, didn't even realize that the flag was in the video until we started getting the hate. Then I thought to myself, well, they must have relatives in the Ukraine or somebody in the house is from Ukraine. Even if there isn't, okay, they support. Yeah, they might Ukraine. have been in support of Russia, not you know trying to launch World War Three. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just in support of that, but uh, which is a great thing. But uh, strangely enough, it brought out every insurrectionist <laughs> and Russian on YouTube. It did. And you got all kinds of hate comments and I everything. I kept saying for this sweet little flower stand, I cannot believe I'm getting so much hate from this sweet little flower stand. Eighteen thousand views. 30 subscribers though. So I still call that a win. It was totally a win. But I will say, if you're a grown ass man and you are leaving hate comments about a flower post on YouTube, you really need some self-reflection, bro. Seriously. It's like, check yourself, maybe leave your mom's basement and get out there and meet a nice girl. I can't tell you any other advice than that, but that's your first step, right? You need to find something to do with your time. What's interesting is when we get comments on YouTube, I'm really excited when I see that little notification come up because it's always someone that listened to the episode and just has something insightful or kind to say. But after that short, every time I saw a notification, it took everything for me to hit that button because I was like, oh, here comes another flower stand hate. I was like, not nah, please. Should That's I just delete so this? funny. Oh my God. I <laughs> could not believe it either. I actually got back at a couple of the people myself. You did. And I had to level my own brand of snark. But uh, I give you uh, kudos to getting that many views over a little Ukrainian flag. Nice work, babe. Thanks. So to go back to your comment about the demographics, I do think there are probably some Ukrainians there. And yes, it's predominantly white. Do you have the breakdown? Uh, I do have the breakdown, actually. Uh, Brace yourself. Guilford is like 96% white. Yeah, I figured. I mean, I didn't see any African-Americans when we were there. I didn't see any Asians. I I didn't even see a Thai restaurant. And you know, that's a staple in any town. Yeah. I actually did go to an Asian restaurant while we were there that one day. Wasn't in Guilford. 
It was actually, you're right. I think it was in, what is it Madison. called? No, it was New Bradford, Bradford or something like that. Oh, Brant, Brant, Bradford. There are definitely people of other persuasions there, but it's like white on rice, white there in it Guilford. But- and, well, no, let me finish. Uh, there are, out of those 22,000 people, I think only like 1,500 of them are not Native American, like, I shouldn't say Native American. <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean? American citizens. So, like, there are only like 1,500 to 2,000 of them. So, of what? 10% of what? that were born, like, that are foreign nationals that were born somewhere else. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, the rest are like born and bred American citizens. Well, okay. It is a little light, but you have New Haven, which is just 15 minutes from there. And you, minute you drive into New Haven, you have a melting pot of so many people. So I don't know. I feel like. I'm not banging it. You asked me. You you asked me what the demographics were. I'm I just did. relaying the info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not totally. And I found it on Google, so I'm sure it's true. I'm not totally opposed. I do like to have a little more diversity in an area I'm living in. A little more than 5%. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I'll go to New Haven. I'll go to New Haven. So uh, anyway, let's get back to uh, let's get back to Guilford. <sighs> it's so charming. <laughs> let's get back to White Heaven. Go on. <laughs> it is so charming. I'm not gonna lie. You can park your car and walk around this entire town. Uh, there's a French pastry shop, legit French pastry, where he is from France. And the prices are so expensive, you know he is legitimately from France. Mm. Uh, then there's a downtown uh, little Italian restaurant. They have a steak place. There are some really cute little clothing stores. The one thing that is noticeable about Guilford is they have a very minimal amount of uh, retail store chains that are, what's the word when like, it's a corporate, that's it. It's corporate retail store chains. There isn't a Starbucks there. Um, I did see there is a Dunkin' Donuts, but it's not in downtown Guilford. If you go into downtown- People in the Northeast, by the way, love the Dunkin'. I've noticed that. It's weird. They are everywhere. I don't know why, because I don't like their donuts. There's I used to when I was 12. every three miles on the freeway. Like go up to 95, why do you there's think a Dunkin' it, everywhere. Is it the coffee or is it the donuts? Tell me what you think it is. It's probably both, but their I think a, I think a lot of good. their donuts are not that good anymore. They used to be amazing. When do we you were think kids. was it just because we were kids they were amazing? I was wondering that because I feel like we could do a twenty minute short on just uh, Dunkin' Donuts because I love Dunkin' Donuts. I would get two of them when I would go to Dunkin' Donuts when I was in my teens. Is it that our palate has changed, or did they change the recipe? Because they're crunchy now. Do you notice when you bite into a Dunkin' Donut, they're not? There's like, just nothing there. They're, There's they're, nothing there to them. But they used to always be soft on the outside, soft on the inside. Now they have a little crunch on the outside and they're soft on the inside, but I don't want a donut with a crunch on the outside. Maybe it's like Applebee's where they're not even made there on site anymore. You know, I mean, I hate to ruin it for anyone, but if you're eating in an Applebee's, there's not a single thing that is cooked from raw to finish at Applebee's. It all comes out of a bag. Yeah, that sounds Maybe right. Dunkin' Donuts is like that now. So- What's that? They weren't. What's that? What's that commercial? Like maybe they're just in the warming kitchen? them up. No, what's that in the kitchen? Got to make the donuts. Yeah, got to make the donuts. Got to make the donuts at four a.m. So they're or, not doing that. I mean, they may be, but it's taking them half the time because all they have to do is rewarm them. I don't know. Yeah, something's just a changed. Theory. But in any we case, we need someone to go on the inside for us and report back. Anybody I do. who works at Dunkin' Donuts. 
I need a Dunkin'. It's not even Dunkin' Donuts anymore. It's Dunkin'. I don't even understand that. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't, that, that was just somebody who graduated college and had a, an idea that he thought would be brilliant or she, and it's just dumb. Yeah. We're just going to shorten it. Dunkin'. Everyone has a change of their sign now. It's just stupid. But I need a 60 minutes investigation about what has changed with this with these donuts. Why does Dunkin' Donuts suck now? Yeah. The coffee it, is good though, I will say. I'm not I well, okay. To be fair, I will not order a black Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Why? Be, and I normally drink my coffee black, but because it tastes like dishwater. But if you get like a little pump of the cream and the sugar in there or whatever, uh, then it's fine for a road trip. All right. It's, it's better than, in my view, I would sooner go to a Dunkin' Donuts and get the cream and sugar dishwater than I would stop at a Starbucks and sit in line for like 30 minutes to taste burnt beans. Oh, so you've really put thought into this. Oh, I put, you know, I take my coffee seriously. But you've really- I consider myself so an aficionado. So if you have a Dunkin' Donuts and a Starbucks side by Dunkin', side and you're in your car- Not even close. Okay, Dunkin'. Hold on. What if there's no line at Starbucks? No line. And no line at Dunkin'. Because you're basing it on a line at Starbucks drive through So there's no line. If I'm tired, then I would go to the Starbucks if it had no line because I know I can get a more powerful jolt there than I can get with the average Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, there are Dunkin' Donuts everywhere and even in Guilford. Yeah, there is, but you won't find a Lululemon. Yeah, that part's great. I mean, there's no mall there. There's a lot of nature around there. We should paint that picture for sure. So there are two different areas of Guilford, Connecticut. There is South Guilford, which is what I'm referring to right now when I talk about- South of the 95 freeway. Yes, it has the green, the cute shops. It sits, it sits on the water, and then you have North Guilford, which has bigger lots, acreage for houses, larger houses, and more affordable houses. So if you're north of the 95, I guess you're the other side of the tracks technically, because if we're talking real estate, South Guilford, especially on the coast. Uh, we're talking houses, 5 million, some more, but you're not going to get a spot near the water on the Southern side of Guilford for less than 1.8, 1.5, 1.5, I'd say would be the absolute floor. And it's probably a dump. Well, here's what's funny. When I pulled into Guilford, cause you pull into Gilf- South Guilford as you are driving in, I thought to myself right away, <laughs> This is so rural, right? That was my first thought. It's so rural. Even though it sits on the water, for me, I felt like it was very rural. It is rural. No, babe. No. Yeah, they have all those meadows and marshes. No, every single person I talked to, and I talked to a lot because I was in Guilford for almost a week, like in and out of that town. Everyone says to me, have you been to North Guilford? Oh, that's farm country there. <laughs> it is too, by comparison. But to me, I think they're, they're both the same. Just one sits on the water and one has a lake. But to me, they're very similar. So I, I, I realized immediately, I was immediately checked by the residents there that I am really a city person because- Oh yeah, you are. Because they're all like, well, forget this beach and this meadow and this marsh and all this grass and trees that you see. This isn't real. where the real nature is. You got to go to North Guilford yeah, for that. 100%. Even some people so were funny. like, are you sure you want to go to North Guilford? And North Guilford, I actually yes. really loved. 
<laughs> if I have my choice, yes. And so I think it was Stephanie who may have even said like, oh, you know, the people in North Guilford just kind of stay in North Guilford. Yeah. And I actually didn't see a problem with that because they have a farmer's market up there. They have an egg store. Lots like you of just go lakes. and buy eggs. They had- Lots of little lakes. Little lakes. Lots of great big sort of- country colonial style houses like four bedrooms and up yeah but the there's funny, a lot there but the funny thing is is i heard this more than once well if you live in north guilford you really don't come into town much and i just started laughing because like I thought, four miles it 10 minutes you're <laughs> not coming, you're not coming into south guilford because it's At 10 minutes most, away it's kind of perfect <laughs> yeah the so, real issue for you is how close is it to an airport okay so you have new haven which is the city closest to it. Yeah. And we love New Haven. We did an episode on it. So I, I'm Last good. Last week. Yeah. yeah. I'm great there. So I've got my city life. Uh, you know, I talked to a couple of residents in Guilford and I said, do you ever go into New Haven? And they said, oh yeah, all the time. And I said, why? And they said, well, if we want to go to the museum or there's a store that, you know, we don't have here in town, uh, we'll go there. Cause you know, there's no gap or a J crew or, you know, whatever, uh, I don't know, uh, Toys R Us. Well, there is no more Toys R Us. I just dated myself. There's no more Toys R Us. <laughs> there, there is no more Toys, Toys R Us for at least 10, 15 years. <laughs> okay. The Target, I they have to go into New Haven. Uh, so I was, I was great there. Okay. City close by. Airport. All right. It's, it's within reach. They go to Hartford. Okay. So a lot of people drive up to Hartford, which yes. again, we said was uh, right on the cusp of your limit of wanting to be away from an airport. Yeah, mine's it's an hour. Two, mine's an two hour. hours. Yours is an hour. Yeah. So, so you would make it in an hour and you're okay with Hartford. I am. Bradley International. Yes. That's the name of it? That is the name of okay. it. Okay. You're looking at me like you're not sure. I'm I, telling I, you. Yeah, I was. Uh, okay. So it hit the check mark as to how far, how far an airport is. Affordability. Well, first of all, well, there's that. There is that. <laughs> we did look into it and we went to different houses and oh, we found this one house. It was built in the 1800s. It sat on a corner a lot. It was beautiful. And I, I think bet it there was, was a cemetery behind it. There was a cemetery. It was kind of a little sleepy, hollow, creepy in, in a way. It was a cemetery. But it was gorgeous. Yeah, right behind it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, I think, was it six hundred thousand uh, dollars? It was six hundred. I think mid six, mid sixes, something like that. But, but it was like five bedrooms, three three thousand square feet. It had one of and those, like two acres or something, an acre and a half, two acres. Yeah, and so. it had one of those um, doors on the side of the house that go down to a cellar. You know, in all those scary movies, how they have those double doors yep. that open up from the ground. It had that. I was like, oh, this is really New England. This is it really is. Connecticut. I haven't, I haven't seen one of those since I left Ohio. In Ohio, they have those. They do? Yeah, they don't have those in the suburbs of Chicago. No way. No. Oh my gosh. Well, uh -huh. that's normally like where your um, your septic tank and all that other stuff, like all your hookups, all your hot water tank, all that other stuff oh. is normally in a basement in Ohio. And a lot of the old houses built in like the 1920s, 30s, 40s, they all have those. Huh. I just thought that's yeah. where they put the dead bodies. Yeah. No, it's like where you hide from your little brother when you're playing hide and seek oh, and all that. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. What so, could go wrong? Nothing. Nothing at all. I, I've seen every horror movie. Nothing could go yeah. wrong. I remember actually my grandmother's house, we had to walk around the house because there was a tornado coming and go down in that thing. 
And she was big into canning, canned goods and all that stuff. And so, you know, I said, oh, well, we're cool because we have all these pickles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And all these things that grandma can, tomatoes and all that other stuff. You'll be fine. And and my little cousin started crying. (laughs) She's like, I don't like pickles. (laughs) Those basements are creepy. They are. And uh, they're all over Guilford. Every house has one of those. Mm -hmm. And uh, I- I'll never go down them, but I do like I do like the aesthetic of it. Uh, one thing very interesting about Guilford is that it actually has the oldest stone building in Connecticut. Mm. And first of all, let me correct that. It has the oldest building in Connecticut. It has the oldest stone building in all of New England. I have it here. The, Brad, the Bradley Whitford house. Oh, you know what? No, it's not Bradley Whitford. Stop that. That's really funny that you said that. Okay, hold on. I wrote The Bradley it. Whitford house. Hold on. Renowned oh, actor from the West Wing and Handmaid's Tale. Bradley Whitford's uh, original house was built in 1639. Okay. First of all, it's not Bradley Whitford. <laughs> it's Henry Whitfield, and it was built in 1639. You just got the name wrong. I remember that. I remember the year. Yeah. Yeah, It's Henry Whitfield. And uh, Stephanie took me to the house. It's beautiful. And people like to remind me it was the oldest house in all of Connecticut while I was in Guilford. And they are so proud to have this house in their town. Great. I'm just letting you know. I love a history there. You ever want to go to the oldest house in all of New England, the oldest stone house, the oldest in, all stone of, house. in all of New England? Check out it. Check it out in Guilford. Yeah. If you want to go to the oldest house in Connecticut, check out Guilford. I'm just kind of joking. It is cool because when we were in Bernie, uh, our friend Pat Childress pointed out the oldest pioneer house, which is right down the street from where his house is. Oh, that's and right. I think it is cool when people point that oh, out. Oh, yeah. That part's great. I mean, I understand why people love that stuff. 1639 is no joke. That's like pilgrim times. Uh, it is. And what's really funny is- That's I only 19 years after Plymouth Rock. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I, I agree with you. I'm not saying that it isn't amazing. Well, I was joking, though. So I feel like now I got to unjoke a little bit. Oh, all right. Well, they take it so seriously. I was out to dinner with Stephanie and a few of her friends one night, and in the middle of ha, 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 he, 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 and- having drinks. One of the ladies- They were like, you know, there are ghosts in Bradley Whitford's house. No, (laughs) no, (laughs) but close. But one of the ladies turned to me in the middle of us laughing and said, you know, we have the oldest house in all of Connecticut right down the street. (laughs) And I was like, we're just talking about like- Oh my God. You made me choke on my own I know. We're just talking, we're just talking about like something silly. And she she put her hand on your shoulder. She did. You know. Yeah. It was very serious. We got the oldest house (laughs) in all of New England. (laughs) It was very serious. It like, I had to stop in my tracks and be like, all right, let's do a shot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Who wants a lemon drop? (laughs) So. (laughs) To Bradley um, Whitford. Let's go. All right. I've mowed that joke into the ground. Let's go. Okay. Um, Okay. So. Moving on. Like most small towns with, I don't know, can we call it a small town with 88,000 people? I'm not sure. It's not 88, it's 22. Oh, sorry. So you just quadrupled (laughs) the population. I think I think I can call this. This goes back to your math teachers in high school not being not like I think I think your I think your analytics, your statistics, your math, your engineering departments in your high school, which your dad paid a really hefty fee for, devout Catholic that he was, he paid a lot of money to send you to that school. 
I slipped through the cracks. You sleep definitely. No child left behind except this one. Uh huh. Yep. Oh my gosh. 88,000. Okay. So 22,000 people. 22,000 people. Yeah. And like a town with 22,000 people, things get quiet at around 10, 11 o'clock. Uh, everyone knows your business. We Even, were. That seems like a lot. Like I grew up in a town with like 3,500 people. Oh, Check out the Lake Milton episode. And uh, <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless plug. Um, but there, like 22,000, it seems like you can get away with some stuff with 22,000 people. Not if you're Unless you're in, a socialite. Not if you're living in South Guilford. If you're the top 1%. Not if the, you're, yeah, not if you're living in South Guilford. They know your business. They do. We were sitting at a bar. They know Janie's an alcoholic. Uh-huh. We were sitting at a bar and uh, someone in the group said, see those two over there? And of course I had to do a little side. Don't look, don't look, but you see those two over there. Okay. Okay. okay I'm not going to look, but I have to see those two over there. Uh, yeah. They're swingers. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. And I, I said, how do you know? And they just looked at me. I was like, everyone knows everything here. I was like, oh, oh. oh that's hard. I don't like that. Okay. So I think we have to move to so that's, North. That just entered my bottom five. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to get that in a small Diversity town. Diversity one. Everybody know my business too. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know, it's kind of weird though, because we're on a podcast. So I think everybody knows our business anyway. Yeah. So just, you know, don't go to any parties. Except that part where you're mean to me. Uh, I think people they know. They know that. I think people know. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're quite yeah. aware. Just be careful about the parties you go to in Guilford. That's right. Uh, okay. So one of the highlights of living in Guilford, if you live in South Guilford or North Guilford, because North Guilford has lakes. Uh, one of the, the the most popular lake there is, I have to say. Lake Quanapog. Oh. I don't think I'm saying it right. It could be Quonapog. No, it's Quanapog. I can't believe Quanapog. I just picked up my phone because I have it verbally written out to say it correctly because it does not Yeah, when you came spell. home bouncing off the walls and telling me how great Guilford was, yeah, I did a little research. You said it correctly. I'm shocked. Okay, Quanapog. So that's a lake in North Guilford. So people in Guilford, going back to what I was about to say, love to kayak. And they kayak the Long Island Sound quite a bit. There's there's kayaks that are basically housed at the Long Island Sound. Uh, they do a yearly rental to keep your kayak near the water. But if you live in North Guilford, you have that beautiful lake and you can kayak there also. They have a beach area, which is gorgeous. And there's different launching areas to put your kayak in the water. So you have water access in both North and South Guilford. It's amazing. Yeah. Whether it's fresh water or whether you're going into the Long Island Sound, there are plenty of places. I mean, I love the fact that they had a whole rack of uh, kayaks there and you just pay for your your storage space yeah. or whatever. And your kayak, you don't have to transport your kayak to, you know, if you want to go on the Sound or whatever every Saturday morning, if that's your thing, then you just go show up there, unlock your thing and you're on your way. Yeah. I took a lot of video of uh, the beach at the Long Island Sound. It looks like something out of Jaws. It's so beautiful. It does. We're going to definitely need a bigger boat if uh -huh. we go to New Guilford. It's gorgeous. Is it New Guilford? Guilford. It's Guilford. I don't know where you're going. I'm going to Guilford. Did you find a new place? I'm, knowing, I'm going to New Bramford. <laughs> uh, but new Milford? Is there, I know there's a new, new. New Haven? New Hartford? Let me know when you're done. There's a new, there's a lot of new in that area. There are this, a lot of places, like, like, it's as if the people there said, this place is crap. We're going to New Milford. New Milford is better than Milford Milford. And there is a Milford Milford, I believe. Is there? Yeah. 
Okay. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's a Milford. Anyway, Milford. Okay. Anyway. So I, I didn't mean to slide the new in there, but I'm used to hearing it. New Haven. Okay. Where's Haven? Haven sucks. Don't go to Haven. Go to New Haven. <laughs> We're staying at Guilford though. Where there's no, there is no new Guilford. We're staying at Guilford. Okay. Uh, when I was posting the content on our Instagram, uh, I started getting a lot of messages from friends and listeners telling me, oh, you should check out this area. You should check out that area. Okay. One area that my good friend Chandra said she would love to move to is an area in Connecticut called Kent. I'd never even heard of Kent or Sharon. That came up from Chris Doyle, who said, oh my gosh, Sharon, you know, Kevin Bacon has a home there. It's a beautiful area. So of course- I'm while- pretty confident we cannot afford a house in Kevin Bacon. Oh yeah, no. And, and we can't afford a house in Kent We either. can't even afford a house. Let's just say Kira and Kevin weren't together anymore. We could not even afford Kira's neighborhood. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah, of course not. Uh, But in any case, when I was there visiting and posting content on Instagram, I started getting a bunch of messages of you should check this out and you should check that out. And it made me think, where have I been all my life that I have never even heard of Guilford? I've never visited. And all these other people have these little cute towns Mm -hmm. in their arsenal. I am so What's the word? Live in a cave. You do. I guess we do live in a cave because there are all sorts of little towns all over there, all over West Massachusetts, all over South Massachusetts, that whole area. And the furthest we had ever gone prior to this trip, prior to being in Hartford, was New York City. Oh, yeah, you're right. New York City. But we just went to- But we never went to Long Island. No, we just went to Manhattan. Actually, I think we had dinner on Long Island one night, or was that Staten Island? What Irrelevant. We had never been to Connecticut. Up until a year ago, I had never been to Massachusetts. So it just regionally, it was like never, like we never had anybody or any reason to go there, I guess. It makes, I, I, it made me feel dumb. I don't know about you, but it made me feel dumb. Chandra lives on the West Coast and she's like, oh, you should check out Kent. And I'm like, what do you know about Kent, girl? <laughs> you live in near San Francisco. And, it, and then when I pulled it up, I was like, I really, and it wasn't just her. Like I said, it was many people who were yeah. sending me messages. Oh, if you're in this area, check that out. So, uh, yeah. So being there opened up my eyes to a new realm of home possibilities that although in my head, I thought we couldn't afford, I do think from doing our research, we could actually afford a home in Guilford. We it can, would just have to be in, in um, North Guilford, probably. most likely. Although you did find a couple of cute little houses. There were like smaller houses, two uh, two or three bedrooms for, I mean, you're still, if you're south of the green, I think headed toward Long Island Sound, you're still looking at like $600,000 for a really small house. So um, t- yeah, t- in, in North Guilford though, you can, you can find the sort of, 350, I think, would be on 350,000 would be on the very lower end in a very small house in North Guilford. Still pretty expensive, but um, within $600,000, you could find a big house on a decent sized piece of property there. And it's really rustic, and you have to like forest because you're surrounded by it. It is true. And it's great. It is. I I (laughs) liked it, actually. I thought it was beautiful. I didn't mind it. My biggest concern is getting snowed in. And I said that to you more than once. What if it snows? And you said, oh, we get a plow. And I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not that easy, but uh, it it is beautiful in North Brantford. 
Did I just say Branford? So yeah, you got me. North. Okay, that's so crazy. <laughs> I'm going to stop. The one thing I do want to Branford, it's awesome. The one thing I do want to mention is wherever I was visiting, uh, I met more than one shop owner. Stephanie being one of them who owned mm-hmm. Echo Salon. I uh, I've been in, I was in several different businesses. Everyone I came into contact with had something to say about where they lived, which I loved. So. I'm in Guilford and people are saying to me, oh, if you really want to go and check out a cute town, go to Brantford or don't go to Guilford. Don't, don't look here. Go to Madison. And I could not yeah, stop laughing. I heard, I heard Madison a lot. Yeah, everybody we had something to say, but people that live in Guilford were like, oh no, Madison sucks and do not go to Brantford. I mean, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so yep. I got that every single day. I got one or the other every single day. And I found that to be really funny. Uh, I just thought everyone loves where they live here. Yeah. And there, like you were saying earlier, there are tons of little shops, tons of little restaurants. There's one you've got your eye on already, which is not performing very well. At okay. The so it's not a restaurant. It is a- What is it? Okay. It's in the town square of Guilford and it is a market coffee bar. When I say market, I mean like grocery store, small. We got a wine bar. Coffee bar, wine bar, and- they have food. Like they they serve like hot uh, breakfast sandwiches and then they'll make a cold cut sandwich for you for lunchtime. But it is so poorly ran. It it could be the jewel, the jewel of the town. The food <laughs> isn't good. I want to take this place over. I want to take this place over, but he doesn't. You I will do, not. Yeah, I know. No. So I, I don't want to do it no by myself. Food. I'm not doing food. I told Sorry. you I would sub out that kitchen. I already no. had the idea in my head. I'm not doing Stephanie it. Stephanie has- You want to do a, a wine bar or a coffee bar or something? I don't even no. want to do a coffee bar. I don't want to do coffee. That, you know the coffee machines are $150,000, those coffee I, machines? They no, are. They're, they're too they're expensive. Re- they can be very expensive. Listen to me. I have this plan. I could sub out the kitchen. Stephanie already has a friend who's a caterer who's highly successful. The margins are razor thin when it comes I to food. I could sub it out to I'm her. I'm not into it. I would, we wouldn't do anything with the food. Just I could transform that place. It would be I know. Packed. I'm going to come there for lunch and I'm going to be washing dishes because Joey called out. I will wash the dishes. You won't have to do it. I no, promise. No, I'm going to see you washing dishes and then I'm going to be like, oh, let me clear my schedule for this afternoon. I got to wash these stupid dishes for this restaurant that I hate, that I I hated it when we went there. No. And then I didn't even want to buy it. No. <laughs> And now I'm stuck with it because I'm, Denise has pretty eyes and long brown hair. I think- <laughs> like, Really, does a guy do anything else for any other reason except, oh, she wants to do it. I guess I'll do it. No, I guess they don't. No, they don't. That's so why they, countries go to war. You'll be washing dishes. I will not be washing dishes <laughs> in this place. But uh, there are a lot of business opportunities there. Um, I, so many things I, I saw- but two things I didn't see. One was a stationery store. And oh, I told Stephanie okay. my stationery. I'll do that. I'll do ink. I won't do food. I did tell Stephanie my stationery store idea. And she goes, ooh, we don't have a stationery store. And I did tell her my idea of taking over that market. And she said, do it. She said, it, we need it. And so do I want to do, do it. it. Okay. Do not. Okay. Anyway. Somebody needs to. I'll give you that. But it's just not going to be us. We got our hands full. Like We have a YouTube channel. Okay, that is true. Yeah, I will not be flipping hash browns on the weekend. Do you flip hash browns? You just stir them up, right, in the pan? Depends. If they're a square, you can totally flip them. Yeah, I'll I w- show you. I will not. I'll show you how I to do it. I will not be doing that. But what You'll be I, doing it. I'll show I, you. I will be willing to do is go out and dig clams for whatever restaurant wants me to. That'll be ours. 
No, that we're not doing. Yeah. I'm not digging the clams and then going to the restaurant and cooking the clams. I'm not. No, doing No, you won't that. be. Stephanie's friend will be doing it. Who owns the catering company? Okay, but let's yes. talk about clam digging and let's stop talking about the restaurant. <laughs> all right. So, what did we find out from Stephanie about clam digging? First of all, I didn't even know that. Like, I don't know the process, and she explained it, and it happens all year round. Did you know that you yeah, could go? Yeah, some seasons better than others. But yeah, for the most part, um, it's really like right there in the smaller inlets, I guess. Yeah, it was in Long um, Island Sound. She said shallow you do water. It. You can go wade through this entire thing, and uh, if you know how to look for them, do you which know- I don't. I no, I have no idea. If you're asking me how to clam no, dig, I don't. She know told how to do you. It. Do you not remember? I don't. Okay. Do you remember? I absolutely. Yeah, you got to get a digger, and you see the little like bubbles or whatever. Nope, not at all. All right. You use a rake, a metal rake. And you rake the bottom of uh, the lake. Oh, and it makes a sound. That's right. I remember. There's a certain sound where you know it's a clam and not a rock. Yes. I remember that Yes. Okay. And people grill them. She said, you'll see people out there day and in the evening. She said, they'll be out there because the water and the sound go really far out. And it could still be just up to your waist. Yeah. Yeah. So it's- uh, that's a pastime I could get into for sure. Oh, that'll taste so good in our new place. The restaurant. At our house. The restaurant. No, we're not doing the restaurant. <laughs> so hearing that people go clam digging just painted that beautiful Connecticut picture for me. I I, I literally can't get enough. So uh, the plan is that we are going to rent a house for a month in January or February and see how cold it gets because- Every time I ask someone, how is your winter? Yeah. Oh, nobody wants to tell me. Nobody. They all say the same thing, which is, oh, you know, every season's a little different. I'm like, no, no. I call I call crap on that. It's like, you know how cold your winter is. Just tell me right now. So since no one will really divulge how cold it gets there, <laughs> we are going to find out for ourselves and we're going to rent a house for an entire month in either January of 2024 or February because I want to see how cold it really gets. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think people do that everywhere because even in Savannah, you know, in oh, the middle of summer, yeah. yeah, you're like, uh-huh. how hot to get? Oh, it's bearable. It's bearable. And then, so we were in Savannah in what, February or March? One person told and me the truth. Chip Porter. He did. I said, Chip, I need to know how hot it gets here. He goes, yeah. it's terrible. And I said, what do you do? He goes, you stay inside. I was yeah. like, thank you for your honesty. Absolutely. Thank you, Chip. And uh, all of the businesses or whatever that I followed, you know, in Savannah from yeah. the time we spent there, uh, everybody this past summer was like, it's hot as hell. Come <laughs> in and get this or come in and get your milkshake or whatever. It's like, it's hotter than a hornet's nest or uh-huh, whatever. Uh-huh. Is that hotter? Than- no, there's no such thing as hotter than a hornet's nest. Matter than a hornet's nest. It's matter than a hornet's nest and hotter than Hotter what? than hell. Hotter than hell. Yeah. Okay. So that's the plan right now with Guilford. We think we may have found our place and we're going to check it out in February. So well, we'll I'm be going do- sooner actually. Because I'm going to Connecticut next week, as a matter of fact, to check out some of Ellie's games. I will be staying with my buddy Jeff in Newtown. Oh, that's a new. new. Oh, but that's, that's all new. one word. I don't. Do you think, think there was counts. an old town? There probably was. Maybe there was just a place called Town, and then they said, <laughs> "No, <laughs> Town. Don't go to Town. That's a slum. Go to Newtown." Oh, you think that's how it went down? Yeah, okay. I do. All right. uh, I may or may not. Jump back into a little bit of New Haven, but I'm definitely going to check out Guilford while I'm there. Oh, let me know how our new market's going to look. I think I'm going to call it J and D's. 
Oh, that is perfect. J and D's. Let me know how J and D's. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to give me top billing to get me to buy in on it. You're like James and Denise's. No, it's, we're not. I'm not going to do James and it's going to be J and D's. So let me know how it's new- going to be D and D's. You're going <laughs> to no. have to find another partner and I'm going to be in Utah with me. I already have an idea because Stephanie cuts hair, but she makes beautiful body oils and uh, scented creams. And I'm definitely of, out yeah, there. We're going to have a little that. table in there for Stephanie's items. That's yeah. fine. You'll you be doing do dishes. It'll be perfect. No, I will be in Salt Lake City with middle daughter. Huh, we'll see. I don't see it. It's not in the cards for me. Huh. Time will tell. Time has told. No, I'm <laughs> telling you. No, the answer is no. Empty nest, full tank. See you guys. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.